Hey, y'all. Welcome to Conowin's Corner on Bonfire Babble. Hey, Conowin. Hello. What's up? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. How are you today? Anything We're fun going well. on that you can share? Uh, I'm back in the saddle working, which is always good. I'm like ready for Virgo, like September, autumn season to start. I mean, I think everybody, mm -hmm. I don't know, like the sentiment oh, seems yeah. autumn. Autumn, like people are real stoked. Oh, yeah. And I have some theories as to why uh, that I will be sharing. Oh, <laughs> so, oh I'm excited it's about that. I'm just so tired of being hot, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I know. And when we are recording, we're recording right before another heat wave in the Pacific Northwest. I I bought a sun shelter today to put mm. outside, and I it's a, it's a tent basically, <laughs> but with an opening. And I'm putting cool water in, and I'm hoping the animals will go in during the day. I don't know how to say this without making it gossip. So can I just gossip for a moment? And if tell yeah. me the gossip, let's um, do it. <laughs> here's some gossip. I saw an astrologer online today. <laughs> uh, she just popped up in my feed, uh, my YouTube feed. I, I I have seen her once before. I went to see her because somebody had said something. She predicted something a while back that was just gloom and doom. And, and I was listening to her today, again, all gloom and doom, and comparing things to the 1918 flu. And I don't know if you saw Mr. Florida Man. I like to call him governor of death. Uh, no kidding. So where he was talking, he was comparing this flu to the 1918 flu. He, he wasn't just comparing it, though. At least she was just comparing it. He was actually saying, uh, well, and we still have that 1918 flu hanging around. It's still out there. And it's like, no, no, it's not. And they fact checked it and stuff. And, but it was it was so interesting. She had this attitude of, I'm just telling you the facts. But then she went on to then be gloom and doom, which she did not recognize she was doing. And I was just like, okay. I'm really excited for Conowin. And if Conowin's all gloom and doom, then I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Conowin, what can you tell us? Well, it's definitely along the lines of news being revealed. I think that was something I didn't quite yeah. catch in the last prediction. Um, we've had a lot of interaction with the nodes. And so it's been a busy month. I think it's a noisy month this month. And I think personally, we're all being very much challenged to like examine our values examine yeah. what it is we're looking forward to as as a community as a future but also our role within that ourselves um the, there's still a lot of energy in leo while we're still talking in this moment right and i think there's yeah. a lot of personal responsibility that people are feeling and because the nodes of fate are being triggered by all of the personal planets it's really challenging each of us to go okay, like, what's my role in this? Like, the world is big. Wow. And what do I do? And there's not much being done, right? It just kind of feels like we're getting all this, like, influx of news. But what's actually being done here and like sharing and communicating is about all we can do in this moment. And it feels like yeah. there's not a whole lot of big movement. And to be quite honest, I don't really see there being a lot of big movement in any direction 
um, for a little bit because a lot of our outer planets, our big guys out there, are moving retrograde and they're moving very slowly and they're like pretty much in the same place. So we're having a lot of this personal planet action and noise happening over the next couple months. And it really isn't until like October that we start seeing those larger planets moving forward and starting to go chug, chug, chug. Chug, 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 right? And then it starts slow, like the train slowly starts moving back forward. Right now we are in a very reflective time. I don't, wow. I don't like saying everything is doom and gloom because personally I think, okay, like I think I made this analogy in the last episode we did. Astrology is like the weather and I can't take credit for this. Anna Ortley coined this, but I think it's brilliant. Right. <laughs> it's like the weather and sometimes it's just going to rain. Like we don't have control over the rain. We don't have control over a thunderstorm or a hurricane mm-hmm. and sometimes it can really suck, but we have a choice on how we're going to handle it. And that is all of our choice yeah. with this energy we're being presented with. So while there's a lot of personal planet noise activity happening over the next few months and it feels like ah, everything's a little like, you know, Virgos are kind of known for their anxiety too. So there's a lot more of that also. Things are going to feel what? busy. Virgos are right? anxious? Yeah. <laughs> what? No I mean, way. I have twin Virgos. I'm like, I can't even joke about it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm married to one. So <laughs> I know it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's planners and they like to know when things are, or at least my Virgos Mm -hmm. are planners. They like to know what's in place. They like to have, they would keep to a schedule. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. And when, when we don't have the schedule, we don't have the plan because life inevitably will always get in the way of that. (laughs) When things, things will always get like topsy turvy. Um, that's the only thing that's guaranteed, right? Is that there's no guarantees. <laughs> so, you know, it, it can be this very anxious time. Um, but I'm hoping to, I don't want to, I don't like bringing doom, bringing doom and gloom because quite frankly, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> it's just kind of sad. So I'd love to talk about, okay, what is this energy and like, what can we do with it? And where can we find some joy in it? Because like joy and happiness can help us manifest some beautiful things through all the trauma, through all the anxiety, through all the crap and come together as people and recognize each other. So, um, I'm hoping to do a little bit of that today and talk about some Virgo stuff, but it's, it's, I think it's so easy to be so inundated. (laughs) Okay. I know the climate report just came out and stuff as well. So there is some, there's some heavy stuff we all need to deal with. Absolutely. But her defeatist gloom and doom attitude, I was just shocked that an astrologer was doing that. Uh (laughs) Anyway, I don't mean to be all gossipy or negative. I'm just going to say your idea of gossipy and my idea of gossipy are wildly fucking different. (laughs) But maybe not. I don't know. Well, you know, I I think anyway. I do think I think it's like worth noting, especially with astrology, it's so easy to fall into doom and gloom. And again, you have like your your listeners have a choice on how they want to approach that, because if you go online and you listen to any astrologer, you could hear three different stories about the same energy. And it's the one that speaks to you that you want to run with that is going to ultimately determine your experience. And so if you just subject yourself to doom and gloom and astrology, that's all you're going to feel like it gives you. And I don't know, for me, like I find it so rejuvenating and helpful in these moments of torment when the world just feels like it's crashing around. It's like, oh, I'm making sense of this chaos. This is what's going on. Here's my path forward in it. 
And that is why we have you as our Bonfire Babble astrologer. And we are so grateful and lucky to have you. And I would hope, you know, like that's, you know, my goal is is honestly to, to provide some sense when, when there's nonsense. Yeah. Right? And you do. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm just so happy you guys like me having coming on here. And it's so yeah. fun to share all this with you because there's a lot of juicy stuff. And I like I like tackling Ooh. some things that are not as, you know, uh, commonly known about astrology and sort of breaking oh. down some stereotypes. Cosmic gossip. Yeah, right. Cosmic I gossip. Love it. <laughs> so, Spill that um, tea. Yeah, Spill right. that tea, Conowen. <laughs> Do you want me to dive into some tea about Virgo, the sign of Virgo, since we kind of touched on that a <gasps> yes, little bit? please. Okay, so Virgo is, in my opinion, one of the most misunderstood signs. Um, in fact, the Earth signs as a whole, I think, kind of get kind of get put into this box of being something that I'm like, ah, there's so much more of the story. So really quick, let's just start with some facts, which is that Virgo season is going to begin this year on August 22nd at 2.35 p.m. Pacific time. And like I said, I think the sign of Virgo is notoriously misunderstood now when we think of virgo we typically think of like a virgin holding wheat <laughs> and we're like wow all those virgos out there you got like quite the quite the um <laughs> the thing to look up to i mean leo's kind of have it easy we have a lion you know and like you have fish and the bull and the the ram and you know the virgos have a virgin i'm a water bearer what do you even do with that oh yeah <laughs> Uh, you stand amongst the waves and you, you like all that water will hit you and you stand firm girl, like, and you carry the weight yes. of the oceans on your back. That's no easy task. <laughs> it looks kind of wussy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you need to find some better illustrations because <laughs> there's some Fair. really good ones out there. <laughs> um, so Virgos, like I said, we think of the word virgin, but what I think is really cool about the concept of virgin and virginity here is the the origin of this word has nothing to do with what we think about, like, you know, which is sacrificing virgins. Not that we do that normally. Um, you know, it's not about Christians and their like obsession with virgins, <laughs> right? I should say <laughs> normally, right? I know normally, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, and so, oh my gosh, that cracked And then vir <laughs> like Christians have this like obsession. It's not just Christians. A lot of religions have this obsession with virginity, but the word virgin actually originally meant somebody with authority or the power of choice over their uh, sexuality. So a, a sex worker oh back in gosh. ancient Rome would be considered a virgin because she's choosing who she wants to have sex with. So it's not like a wife, you know, a wife would not be considered a virgin because she's having to have sex with her husband to procreate. No, a, like that's not how it would work. <laughs> if you made the choice about who you wanted to have sex with, you were considered a virgin. You had the power of choice, the power of authority. And that is truly the origin of the sign of Virgo. So Virgo has authority, the power of choice. They are the wisdom that's ruled by Mercury. It's our, it's our practical earthly wisdom. So when we think about Virgo, it's really about making the choices, right? And having the authority of our own yeah. lives to be critical and decide what is best for us. How in all my feminist studies have I <laughs> never had this discussion with anyone? No kidding. <laughs> or known this. This is wonderful. They don't want you to know. It goes all the way yeah, to the top. They don't want you to know. <laughs> 
it's a conspiracy. Um, you know, it's the patriarchy. You know, <laughs> I think it just completely reframes the way we think about the sign of Virgo because it's oh, not yeah, about it this innocence or meekness or weakness it's not about the shyness like my husband was told when he was young oh you're a virgo you must be shy and weak no this is this is a man no. who's not those things <laughs> you know and that's ridiculous to think that that's the that was the thing that we took we took the word virgin and placed that meaning on it and then put it on people when that's not it at all it's about authority and wisdom and and being critical and detailed so we have well, the lady oh, go ahead that sorry makes so much sense no that's i was just going to say that makes so much sense like looking at at the detail oriented and also what you were saying about what virgin means about being in control oh my gosh yes and they need to be in control right like there's a necessary there's a ne right <laughs> a necessity to being the yes. one in control whenever i think of virgos i just think of jenna marbles yeah she's a virgo and her, her fiance is a virgo now. oh my it, god no her fiance is a freaking aries yeah. her fiance is an aries so mm -hmm. they're an aries and a virgo and it's very funny that it's is the very, perfect very funny quink unks relationship right there which at some point i'd love to yeah. go into quink unks with you guys because that's a whole that's a whole aspect in astrology that really complicates things and that's like such the Ooh, perfect specimen of a quink unks relationship where it's two signs like the brief version is two signs that have absolutely nothing in common so everything about their relationship is about well, you have these gifts and I have these gifts and they're completely different from each other. So putting together, it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little weird. It's a little awkward. It might be a little irritating, but together we can come up with something that nobody, no other pairing in, in the, in the chart can do no. no other pairing in the zodiac and i think that aries and virgo are such a great example of that because you have all of the spontaneity and the immediacy of aries with virgo being the detailed planner and it's like you put those two minds together and what do you come up with you come up with one of the best couples on internet history is what you get <laughs> at least in my opinion wow so, i okay, agree tell tell those of us who don't know who jenna marbles is and who uh, she's engaged to jenna marbles uh was a YouTube content creator. She has taken a step back. Her now fiance, I'm just so happy for them. Julian Salamita is also a content creator who does a lot of Twitch streaming and does every, every once in a while, he'll get a wild hair to do like a cooking show on his YouTube. And he's just really, really rad and funny and cool. And Jenna That's Marbles, great. in my opinion, is one of the funniest content creators that has ever graced YouTube's. Oh, wow. And having oh, met wow. both of them, they are yeah, lovely cool. people, like wonderful people. So. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> they have the cutest dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for filling those of us who didn't know in, or maybe just me. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody knows. It's good. We all try to enjoy. <laughs> good. So that was, and I was, so I was going to mention, and as it makes, I think it makes a lot more sense when we consider the different personality traits of Virgo being critical, exact, detailed, focused, um, decisive, extremely hardworking. Oh my gosh. Some Virgos, so Virgos are notoriously the most underpaid mm. sign in the whole Zodiac, to be honest. But mm. that can mean on the negative side, they can be total workaholics and not take themselves seriously enough to, to get what they're owed, to get what they're deserved. Mm. Um, because they are so detailed, and I have a Jupiter in Virgo, so I fall into this category a lot. Uh, it's easy to miss the big picture sometimes. <laughs> so it's important for Virgos to step outside of the details and go, 
oh yeah, here are my surroundings. Okay, right? Um, and they can be anxious, as we mentioned, especially when the plan is not in place. And they can be overly mm-hmm. critical, not just of others. I know plenty of very critical Virgos. Like I said, I married one. But they can also be extremely self-critical too, which is kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> like, again, they're, I mean, as hard as they are on people, they're going to be hardest on themselves. So that's what I see a lot. Sending love to all my Virgos out there. Happy birthday for Virgo season. <laughs> so, Happy birthday, Virgos. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but the woman with the wheat, right? So the wheat, we're at the time of the harvest. We just had Lunasa, Lamas, however you want to say it. Um, and she decides which wheat is going to be cut from the harvest. And that's going to be what lasts through the winter, right? That helps everybody survive. So her detail oriented to what wheat is going to work and what to cut and what to, she's an eliminator. So she takes what she needs and only what she needs and plans ahead for the future. So all of Virgo season tends to be associated with like, health and home organizing think about in the northern hemisphere we're leaving summer behind we're transitioning Mm -hmm. into fall it's usually a very reflective time where it's like okay this is how the whole last year has been and we're going into the school year or maybe it's just the work you know the next um you know the next quarter right and so what are our goals for the rest of the year how is that going to look how is the next season going to look and so it's a time to transition and to decide what it is we're carrying forward and what we're leaving behind Mm. so That's kind of where the vibe is. And I want to encourage people to go there because like I've been saying, a lot of these personal planets are very busy. It's going to feel noisy. There's a lot going on in our personal lives and lives right now. And it can get pretty stressful, can get kind of uncomfortable. But this is our time to like allow ourselves to sink into that busyness a little bit. Again, Virgos want to get down in the details and hard work. And so we all got to channel our inner Virgo right now (laughs) because that's going to be how we get through this. We've got a lot of personal planets that are going to be in Virgo. Mars is in Virgo right now and Mercury's in Virgo. So like I said, Mercury's moving really fast right now. So it's busy. It's fast, (laughs) right? (laughs) Mercury, right, is going to be representative of the mind. So while Mercury is moving very quickly and it's talking to all the big planets that are not really moving anywhere, it's kind of taking check into like, okay, intellectually, how do I feel about my hopes and my values and my goals? How do I feel about how I'm being oppressed, depressed, compressed, right? Or about my personal discipline, the discipline of my country, my community. How do I feel about my inner transformation right now? How do I feel about just like saying peace out, y'all? I'm going to go like live in delusion land because that's more comfortable. I mean, these are these are the different relationships that get triggered as these personal plants move very fast against planets way out there that are not moving at all. So it's a lot of mind work. And then on top of that, we have Mars also in Virgo. So it's not just our mind moving really fast. It's also our like our literal energy, our bodies. It wants to focus. It wants to take action around our health matters, around our climate, around personal duties and your work and your routine and maybe spicing up your routine, making yourself feel a little healthier or just trying to get your act together. (laughs) That's the camp I fall into, (laughs) to be honest, you know? And so what's kind of a little bit of a breath of fresh air in this is after Virgo, the personal plants, because they're moving faster than Earth, right? They move at a quicker pace. They're going to move. Actually, that's not totally correct. Mercury is moving faster than Earth. The other planets are ahead of Earth. So they're going to reach the next sign faster. Um, They're going to reach Libra. And Libra is a very different energy than Virgo. Sure, it's still very mental, but it is 
kind of more focused on happiness and harmony. So this is where I'm seeing everyone's going, it's almost fall. It's almost autumn. Yeah. It's almost spooky time. The fall aesthetics are coming. We're going to go to Michael's and buy all the things that are ha Halloween, like all the pumpkin yeah. spice candles. It's it's coming. Like, do you feel the wave of autumn coming? I feel it. People oh, want to yeah. beautify. They want to feel cozy and warm. They want to just get to the next season already and feel like, okay, this I can do. <laughs> right. And this is, this is fun again. This is beautiful again this this feels nice it kind of focuses our all of our effort into art and music and happiness and comfort food and warmth and joy and being together and express like seeing the beauty of what is the fall season and of course down for our southern hemisphere folks they're looking at the beauty of spring coming right with a very similar mindset mm. they're coming out of the winter into the spring and they're seeing all the beautiful things that are growing out of that so there's this excitement right now that i really think is so potent for the next season and that's a very like internal personal thing to feel excited for because it all hits us differently but i honestly think we we deserve to sink into that a little bit it's been hard like enjoy it early <laughs> you know i can say we, early can we go I mean, early we can totally go <laughs> early the planets are going to be there so that, let's see i have some dates for y'all so if you, anybody wants to like write this down oh, like get out your pen and paper right so venus is going to stay in libra pretty much all the way through um, September 11th. And then it's gonna move into Scorpio, which just kind of means the spooky season's probably gonna come a little faster. <laughs> and so Mercury's gonna be in Libra as soon as August 30th. And then it stays there actually for quite some time because we do have a Mercury retrograde at the end of September. But that's next season's episode, oh. don't worry. We'll, we'll cover okay. that next. Okay. <laughs> and then Mars will be in Libra on September 15th. Now Mars isn't exactly as comfortable in Libra, he really likes being in the opposite of Libra, which is in Aries. That's the sign he rules. So there's a lot of like not so great stuff about Mars and Libra, but I actually think Mars and Libra, again, it's putting effort and energy towards beautifying, towards good conversation, towards interesting things, beautiful things, artful things, music. The only thing I will say is just be careful because sometimes people can get really passive aggressive with Mars and Libra. <laughs> there's a little bit of oh, like really? back-ended stuff. So Again, it's, I really just think this is a time where, yes, there's a lot happening. We're, have, we're being asked, challenged to process a lot of these big changes and big news coming at us. But I think that we all deserve to go toward the things that make our life feel a little bit more beautiful, a little more comfortable, because in that peace, in that joy, we can find a little bit of the silence. We need to process everything. And let yourself go there for sure. I mean, it's going to feel a little crazy, I think, up until like those early dates in September, possibly as soon as when Mercury moves into Libra at the end of August, we might start really feeling, okay, we're going to, as a community, we're going to be together and just enjoy fall because what the heck has this last year been? <laughs> what the heck has these last two years been, right? So I'm not about the doom and gloom, right? I'm like, just buy your pumpkin spice candle and feel better. <laughs> I really like your take on it. And it, I didn't watch this thing today on purpose. And actually, I stopped halfway through. I was like, I cannot, I cannot do her anymore. Uh, so, so this is very nice. And what a great perspective on it, because it is going to, it's going to be hard. We've got a lot of work as human beings, I think, ahead of us a lot of work and i saw this great thing today where the 70s came to visit 2021 and we're like so you're not using fossil fuels anymore well 
you've known since then. Yeah. And as an older than you people, we've been fighting. I've been fighting this since I was a teenager. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm my mom. Yeah. My mom frequently says we were fighting about this when I was a teenager and she gets very frustrated and I can't imagine. I think what's really important about that though, is that we won't have the energy to keep fighting. And this took me a long time to learn. We will not have the energy to keep fighting if we don't beautify our personal world, our personal world. So Conowen, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And now I need you to talk to my wife because her birthday's at the end of September and just tell her that this year we get to decorate for Halloween early because we don't <laughs> usually get to decorate till after her birthday. So oh, somebody yeah. call her hard. and tell her... <laughs> I usually Come always on, wait get till on after board. my anniversary, right? Because my anniversary is October first, <laughs> and it's like okay, like Aww. that's the day. But this year, I told my husband, I was like, the second I get up the energy to clean up my house, fall is coming out. I don't care; <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> like, it's you know. in Marshalls today. People were posting I- pictures from Marshalls today with yeah. all this Halloween stuff, and I was just like, oh, I want to go. My my mom and I are currently house hunting. And the timeline of that is very TBD. Like we're looking at places this weekend and then probably next weekend and so on and so on. I don't know what my October is going to look like right now. (laughs) I might be decorating this apartment, but I also might be decorating a house (laughs) with my mommy. I hope you're decorating a house. Indeed. Um. So thinking about focusing on the details uh, is really comforting coming up because I have a tendency to either get too focused on details or get so big picture that I get overwhelmed and don't know what to do. So knowing that now is a time for details is very helpful. (laughs) Good. Well, Corey, I'm really glad that that helped to know to focus on the details. And I think, you know, while I am talking about beautifying and everything, it is important to note that this this is the reflective time. It's kind of our little like, okay, you have the excuse to focus on just what you need to focus on. But remember that we are all being challenged this year. And this is how I'll like sort of wrap this up because you guys have heard me say this, I think every single episode this year is that we are being challenged to change because of this big square. Now Uranus is actually moving retrograde um, near the end of this month. I have that date. It is, he, uh, Uranus will be retrograde August 20th through January 19th. So these are long retrogrades, right? Woof but we've death. been in, yeah, you know, but we've been in a Neptune, a Pluto, a Jupiter, and a Saturn retrograde this whole time. Mm-hmm. So these go a long, long time. Uranus tends to go a little bit later. So now we have our two big planets, Saturn and Uranus that are the whole square, everything this year that's that's saying we need to change. This is that like low drumbeat under everything, that low baseline under all the stuff happening. So now they're both moving retrograde. So it's deeply reflective. I will say typically I find that when Uranus is in retrograde, we don't see as much explosive, sudden, crazy stuff happening out in the world. Now that's no guarantee because anything that touches Uranus may end up triggering that. But for the most part, Mm -hmm. when Uranus is moving backwards, it's again, that sort of reflective time on, okay, you know, Uranus is always challenging us to innovate, to change, to look forward, to, to get rid of tradition and move forward with something totally revolutionary. So how can we be doing that? That's kind of this new baseline that's going to get introduced a little bit different than we've been hearing. So it's just important to realize, you know, (laughs) this is still the theme of the year. 
these decisions, quite honestly, are going to probably determine our pathway forward for the next 20 years. And I know that sounds so stressful. <laughs> and it's not that every decision you make is just going to set us forth. Although I think anybody who really thinks about the decisions we make, we know that like any decision you make can set forth the many, many years. So it's right now, I think, give yourself the excuse to just focus on you and to do the things that make you feel safe and comfortable. And enjoy autumn like you've never enjoyed autumn before and recognize the beauty in this earth that is that season or spring for all you folk down in the southern hemisphere recognize the beauty of this of this world and try to think about your place in it and where do we want to go we have the power here to change to to revolutionize reality as we know it so the time for answers is not necessarily now but it's it's what you want to make of it so let yourself dream a little bit. Let yourself just sink into what what would the best case scenario be and then what's my part in it. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. Go after it and use this time to get some good stuff done and enjoy pumpkin spice season. <laughs> so <laughs> Can't wait. I'm very excited. Oh, Conowin, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> it's always very good to have you. And we will see you next month. For Libra season! Yay! Woohoo! Thanks to Conowin Moore for joining us. You can find Conowin on Instagram and here on Bonfire Babble for a monthly forecast of your astrological month. We would love it so much if you would take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. As always, we would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle, the Duwamish people past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. If you live in the Seattle area, you can go to our link tree on Instagram and find out how to pay rent to the Duwamish tribe. Please make it part of your practice to listen to the indigenous people of your land and honor what they are saying. Thank you so much for listening. Be well, harm none, and don't forget, you are magic.